This is Mike Roth. Welcome to the Open Forum in the Villages podcast. In this show, we're going to talk to leaders in the community, leaders of clubs, and interesting folks who live here in the villages to give perspective of what's happening here in the villages and information that I think all villagers should have. We hope to add a new episode most Fridays at 9 o'clock. This is Mike Roth on Open Forum in the Villages. Today's show is rather different. It was recorded live at the Mechanical Music Show at the Eisenhower Recreation Center on December 17th, 2022. You're going to hear an explanation of the playback devices. Some of them were organs, some of them were almost modern day, I'm going to call them Victrollers. Some of them were mechanical disc players, and some of them were just different. I'm going to let you listen for the next 20 minutes, enjoy the show, and enjoy the music. Naturally, since this show was recorded in an open auditorium, there's a lot of background noise, and you can hear people talking in the background. In fact, some places you'll be able to hear two or three of these mechanical music devices playing at the same time, two of them in the background as I'm recording one. It was an interesting show. I'm sure you're going to enjoy it. Disc. And uh, Emil Berliner developed a machine that you would hand wind with your hand and then the sound would come out. Okay, so you can make it go fast, you can make it go slow, you're just hand winding it. So he was looking for someone to uh, uh, create a motor for him, for his mechanism. So he, he met up with Eldridge Johnson, who was a machinist in Camden, New Jersey, and Eldridge Johnson developed this motor and this case for, for Berliner's machines, and then Berliner sold the machines as, um, um, as his machine, you know, with a spring-driven now. So you can wind it up, and then it would, uh, it's got a governor on the inside to keep a constant speed. You don't have to worry about hand winding it and trying to keep the constant speed. So what, what year was this machine built? 1898. 1898, does it still play? Yep, yep. Let's hear what it sounds like, Bob. Well, I'm going to have to change the record because uh, the original records are so valuable. Yeah. I don't want to play it and wear it out. Let me grab another record. This is Bob, Bob. What year was this uh, phonograph player? This is an 1898 Berliner. 1898 Berliner. Oh, we're going to put a new needle in for every play. Every time, yep. So you don't sharpen them and reuse them. You just trash them? Yep, yep. You got new needles and used needles. (laughs) Okay, let's give her a try. We're going to listen to a Victroller with a wooden bell, and we're going to listen to 
a the varsity drag. Varsity drag on a looks like a seventy-eight size yep. record. Seventy-eight. That was a seventy-eight too. Okay. Seven inch, ten inch. Ten inch. And uh, what year was this Victrola made? This is a uh, nineteen oh six. On this Victrola, mm-hmm. it's not a Victrola. Yeah. Victrola wasn't invented until nineteen oh nine. It was called a Victor. A Victor, I see that. And they made a one through six, so this is a Victor two. It's second step up. Okay. We see a, a single uh, spring motor. Single spring motor. All here. Governor to keep a, yes. You keep a constant speed. You got it well lubricated. All lubricated, oh, yep. Yeah. So you crank it to get it down. Yep. And then periodically you have to crank it again? Yeah, uh, it'll play about two songs per winding. Two songs per winding? Yep, this model will. There's some that'll play like 13 songs per winding, but they'll have triple and quadruple strings in it. Some of the later Victrolos, you know, you can play 20 minutes on a single winding. But then you burn up the, uh, you said you have to change the needle after every... Every record, yeah. Right, so. And the typical 78 will last about three minutes. Okay. It's still the format they use today, kind of on, uh, you know, the radio. Yeah. Songs are about three minutes. Thanks a lot, Scott. Uh, Bob, what's, what, what's that machine on the end? I like that silver uh, horn it's got on it. It's a Columbia cylinder player. Same as the Edison. Plays cylinders. Two-minute cylinders. Two-minute cylinders, yes. Uh, Columbia (coughs) bought out the rights to the celluloid from Lambert, a company called Lambert. Mm -hmm. And they made a celluloid cylinder, which is uh, more durable than what Edison was making, which was a wax record. And they're... Very durable. You wouldn't do that with a wax record. You'd, no. you'd break it. And another thing about the, the uh, celluloid cylinder is that they give a bigger volume than the wax record too. Oh. So let's take a listen to that. Bob. Bob By golly, I sure must have swallowed some watermelon seeds, huh? <laughs> Anyhow. No one loves a fat man, now why ain't I like that man? Night and day folks always say, you big hippopotamus, you're in my way. My papa and my mama, they triplets I should be. But no one loves a fat man, that's why nobody loves me. So Bob... On these uh, cylinders, did you have to, do people have to change the needles every play as well? No. Um, there's a, uh, there's a uh, sapphire stylus okay, sapphire. that rides against the celluloid. Mm-hmm. So as long as you keep your celluloid records clean, then that sapphire stylus won't wear out. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's 100 and, um, 
what 112 year old stylus in there and it plays just fine okay and what year was this uh 1908 on this one 1908 great hey thanks a lot small machines in there and then I've got the ones with the open horns up on top. Yeah, yeah. Thanks a lot. Gives me like a wall of sound. Now we're walking over to see a, uh, a disc player. What is the disc made out of? I have no idea. Well it's not plastic. Oh no. This oh. is over a hundred years old. They're metal. They're metal discs, yes. Yeah. Not copper. No, they were copper plated though. You can yeah. see. Yeah, yeah. But they're durable, I would think. Huh? Durable. They're well, they're over a hundred years yeah. old. And it's so. still play, so I think. Yeah. Better than the last stuff we have now. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what it sounds like. Records. Yes. They're one-sided. Yeah, the early early 78s were one-sided. And they didn't have a paper label. They engraved it. Well, yep. Stamped it. Yep. Uh, what does that one Victor say? was the first one to put paper labels on records. Oh, great. This one is a Zonophone record, Abide With Me, by the Hayden Quartet, 1901. 1901, wow. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Some of the sadness of it is, some of those, when they wore out, just threw them away, threw these away, and at that time there was no organization that was uh, protecting music, okay, making sure that music is still available even though nobody wants to hear it right now. So when these were thrown out, a lot of music went bye-bye, we don't even know what they were. And nobody had copied them or anything like that. But that's the way things go. This is, this is a concert roll of organ. Concert roll of organ. Yeah. What year was that made, Jack? This one was made in uh, about 1905, but that was when those were coming into. Uh, Preference. Place, yes. Yeah, people wanted those instead of these kind of things. When did they start making these roller organs? Hmm? When did they start making roller organs? They started making these in 1850. 1850. Okay. 1850, there was a soap company that wanted something to give away free to people who bought their soap, enough of their soap. Yeah. So they had the company make these for them and they gave it free, free. To, to the people who bought enough soap. And uh, also, they could then later, uh, they, well, they got three of these with the machine, but one they could buy. One song per roller? Yeah. Hmm? One song per yes. roller? Yes. Yes. But the roller has to rotate three times to play the song, and it has to move like that as it's rotating, and then snap back when it's finished. Yep. Kind of like a lathe. <laughs> 
You. You. And Jack, I'm recording this, and I'm going to use it as a podcast. Oh. Jack, what is your last name? Hostetler. And how long have you been with the Mechanical Music Society? Uh, I joined them in 2012. 2012. Okay. Yes. And how long have you been collecting uh, antique instruments? Since 2012. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's have you put a roller in it and let's hear what it sounds like. Yeah, sure. <laughs> By looking at the roller, do you know what song it's going to play? Well, you can almost, if you can ma still read place what's left of the label. Bella in the instrument. Uh, place the role in the instrument, I guess. Yes. Oh, I, I can't read the name of the song. It, it's... The records are so, or these things are so old and so worn that it is almost impossible. But there is a list available, and on some of these you can you can still see the number of the uh, piece of music. But uh, a lot of them you have to kind of remember what they were. <laughs> piece of wood here that you see is going up and down yeah and that is pumping the or uh, the it seems strange to me too but that's what they did it was a soap company, and I guess soap was fairly expensive back okay. in that time. True, real soap. And so uh, they were pushing it in order to sell more soap. And what it cost them to make this evidently was considerably less than... That's uh, soap boxes and... <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm I'm thinking that a lot of the first uh, people who bought these would be other companies that want to do something with the, with this, you know. And so, uh, but the sad part was that um, or ordinary people would get tired of this, and something better would come along, and they would just throw this out and throw these out. Right. And right. and a lot of them just are gone. Well, because they didn't buy them, they were just like, you know. They, they were given away. Yeah, they were, they were given, given away. away so they were given away not. free. So how and did you happen to acquire this roller, concert roller organ? I saw it in eBay, and I, <laughs> I bought it. It said that it did play. When I got it, it did not play. I called the, the fellow, and he said, well, it, he had just turned it thing and he it played a few notes so he didn't think that it was anything wrong with it but anyway a friend of mine in MBSI MBSI means Musical Box Society International okay and they sh he showed me when he upended it 
that the bellows was full of holes. Oh, that wouldn't work with it. Well, somebody had repaired those holes with Band-Aids. Oh. And the Band-Aids didn't stay on them very long either. <laughs> so anyway, he had some wonderful material that he had found somewhere that was a cloth uh, with a slight rubber coating on the both sides. So he redid the bellows for me and away we went. That's all it was, was just the bellows. The, the bellows were full of holes and had to be rebuilt. Yeah. At over a hundred years, I we guess so. Yeah. I think over a hundred years, I'd go, probably be full of some holes too. <laughs> okay. Thanks a lot, Jack. Okay, thank you. It's from about 1895. It's a disc music box, 15 and a half inch. This is an old, an old record, and you can see the back of it. It's very rough, where the little tines have been pushed in and then curled to give them strength. And what those do is they push a little star wheel right here, and the star wheel then plucks the comb, and the comb is what makes the sound. So, would you like to hear it play? Yeah, sure. This is Jingle Bell, written in A music box. A music box. Yes. And how many songs could it play? Uh, this one had eight. Eight songs, and it was made in around 1880. Yes. What happens is there's this thing that looks like a rolling pin, is a cylinder, is cylindrical shape, which is the reason they're called a cylinder box. And the cylinder rotates. There are thousands of little wires in the embedded in that thing, put in all put in by hand. It must have been an terribly tedious job yes. and they rotate and then they flip the teeth on this steel comb and that makes the sound of these were from uh, operas or operettas back in that in that time period. The uh, problem with these is whatever tunes were on it when you bought it was all you could ever get. So they, they worked and tried to figure out a way so that you could go to the store and get new tunes, like you could buy CDs and records later. And they came up with this disc system. 
This is a German box. Let's talk about the, this, the cylinder. Is this an Edison machine? This is a Thomas Edison cylinder phonograph. Okay. It was made in 1908. Let's see if I can get this in the right spot. And uh, as, you, as you probably know, when music for recorded music was first available, it was it came out in, in uh, cylinder shape. It's sort of like. Um, the best analogy, although maybe a little crude, is just they're they're shaped like the inside roll of uh, roll of toilet paper, the the uh, cardboard part. Right, right. Uh, what song are we going to listen to? Well, this is actually an advertising record. An advertising record. Recorded in 
Wyman. Wyman. And what are we looking at? It's got paper uh, roll. Yeah, this is a crank organ that was made in Germany. And it's the company is still in business. This was made maybe 30 years ago. Only 30 years ago? Yeah. And uh, it, it's a 20-note organ. It has 20 pipes. It plays from pressure. There's a bellows in the bottom. Pretty, nope, you have to hand crank it. You have to hand crank it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The old-fashioned guy. Right. So, what, what song is it that got on it? Uh, right now, it was in the middle of, uh, in Mutschenstedt and Hofbrauhaus. In, in Munich, there's the Hofbrauhaus. Yes. A German song. Yes. Most, I unfortunately don't have any Christmas music for the organ. Okay. Let's hear what it sounds like. Okay. Yes, you're listening to a violin, a pan, organ made by Mr. Bruns in Germany, so it's a Bruns Orgel. This was custom made for Ralph Schack in California, who's now deceased, that's who I bought it from. This is a 42 note organ, it has 42 pipes. That's why it sounds so, so good, loud, get different yeah. arrangements. Works on air pressure right. with bellows on the inside that produces. And you, have to, you, crank you have to crank it to get the bellows moving and advance to roll so what music. year was it made? This was made about 1985. Oh, it's fairly modern. So it's probably modern. Mr. Bruns was the organ maker. He only made six organs he made in his lifetime. He made each organ by hand, one at a time. And this was the last organ he made before he died.
Grace. out. Thank you, Grace. Well, the tunes are on a cartridge instead of a paper roll. Yes. So to that extent, it's electronic. Uh, but the sound is created the same way. A valve at the bottom of a pipe opens up and lets air pass through a pipe. Okay. And that's what makes the sound. The crank not only advances the tune, but it also operates the bellows push the that push the air through. Okay. Now, what year was this, this, this music box made? Or organ made? None after? of these are antiques. They're all within 50 years. Um, but, yeah. Uh, but the technology, of course, has been around forever. Uh, well, not forever, but since a long time ago, 1800s, I think 1700s. Um, so it's a little different technology, but the principle is the same. And they all sound different because the boxes are different, the pipes are different. Remember, our next episode will air live Friday at 9 a.m., or should I say pre-recorded, but that's when it will be released on our regular subscriptions. Bonus subscribers can get early access to episodes. Should you want to become a sponsor of the show, contact me at MikeRoth at RothVoice.com. If you know someone that you think should be on the show, send me an email at Mike at RothVoice.com. I want to thank everyone for listening to the show. The content of the show is copyright by Roth Voice 2022, all rights reserved.